Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. Uh, the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents this very special edition of high school football as we have uh, the coach of Linville Sully, Mark Parkinson, with us, who was just named the, the, uh, the A-level coach of the year. Welcome to the program, coach. Yeah, good morning, Dave. Appreciate you having me on again, and glad we still got to talk football. Well, I remember, you know, about three-quarters of the way through the season, you were telling me that maybe Dave Lequa of Columbus Junction, uh, uh, he, he might be deserving of, of, of manager or coach of the year, uh, kind of uh, thinking you, you, were, you would pledge your vote to him, but it, it turns out takes one to know one, as you, uh, you were named uh, the, the coach of the year. And I'm sure it was a, you want to give a lot of credit to your players and a lot of credit to your coaches, and we're going to let you do that. But uh, uh, how did you find out that you were the, the coach of the year? Well, it's certainly humbling, and, and uh, it's, it's cool to be part of such a great uh, organization as uh, uh, with the Iowa Football Coaches Association. And that, that group of, of coaches that runs that, I mean, it's, it's a collective group of head coaches across the state. Uh, they do such a good job every year of, of recognizing, uh, you know, programs that are, that are having success and, and programs that are uh, on the move and, and uh, recognizing coaches and, and assistant coaches, junior high coaches for all their hard work and dedication to, to uh, the, the sport that uh, has really put Iowa, you know, on the map in a lot of ways and, and so I really appreciate the work that the uh, that, that association does. And that's that's who names the head coaches. And it's a nomination process and a, and a voting process by a, a member group there. And, um, so just a, a pretty cool overall experience for, for everybody that's involved in selecting, whether it's, uh, you know, coach of the year or, or all state kids. Um, I think the process that we use as coaches is it's a really uh, effective and, and um it's an important one that we recognize a lot of good, good things going on. And, you, you know, you mentioned um, the head coach over at Columbus, and th- there's certainly a ton of great coaches out there. So just uh, very humbled to be part of that conversation. And, and uh, certainly it's, it's something really neat that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to share here at Linville Sully uh, with all of our assistants and everybody in our program. It's, it's, uh, it's not an award that goes to one person in particular. It's something that uh, I, I tell everybody when, when we get an award like this, or if any coach gets an award like this, it's something to share with, with the community and, and uh, with your players and then assistant coaches and, and your family, because there's a lot of time and dedication put into this by everybody. Well, there's a lot of, of great coaches, you know, and it ain't always a team that goes to the state tournament that's got the great coach. I want to recognize Chuck Banks of uh, Central League took over a program. Um, they didn't win a game for three years. And then this year they win three games to go to the playoffs. You know, I mean, it's, it's, but in your particular case, you had the horses and you <laughs> took your team to the state tournament uh, 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 for the first time since I believe 1986, correct? Uh, yeah, that's the first, first time to the, to the Unidome since 1986. That was, that year we ended up winning a state title. Uh, interestingly, interestingly enough, we played Britain. Uh, Wes Hancock in that state title game. So uh, it was kind of neat to meet that team up again. And, um, you know, as, as you mentioned, um, I, I've had a co- I've had coaches say before, 
Uh, and you probably have heard this, before, you know, from other coaches, just about the kind of coaching that occurs when, when you have the horses and when, when you don't. You know, football, just like any other sports, it's about the kids you got uh, out on the field or out on the court. And, and uh, I think some of the best coaching occurs um, maybe when, when you don't have as much talent, just finding, as, you know, finding ways to win, like you mentioned, uh, to build your program up. Um, but when, you know, when you got good talent and when you got good kids, good leadership, if you're able to, uh, couple that with, with good coaching and, and good assistant coaching, uh, good position coaching and, and strategy and, and all the pieces that, that come into play, uh, that's when, you know, that's when you can do something pretty special. And, and, you know, you look at the teams that were in the dome at the end of the season there and, uh, Grundy center and, and. Britt West Hancock, great coaching staffs, uh, outstanding programs, Woodbury Central, another another outstanding program. You know, those that that group that we got to compete with uh, to, you know, in the dome, that, that's uh, special to be part of that uh, com- conversation, special to be part of that uh, competition. So I'm just really proud of the guys and pr- proud of the uh, the coaching staff that we have, have here at Linville Sully. Well, let's, let's take uh, – I'll name a couple coaches that I think – just deserve a little recognition for their coaching this year. And you, and you give a, a couple other examples of coaches that, that you thought maybe uh, deserved a little praise. I'm going to use Clint Weber there in uh, uh, Pekin. Uh, uh, they didn't win any games last year. They won three games this year. I thought they showed quite a bit of improvement. I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, West Burlington Notre Dame team would sometimes only be able to dress 17 guys. And they still won three games this year against incredibly uh, strong schedules. So, uh, who were some of the other coaches out there that you kind of admired this year? Well, you know, I've, I've got a lot of role models in the in the coaching world and, and guys I look up to. I just start in our own district and think about uh, teams that face some adversity. Uh, one of our SSCL opponents, uh, Bell Plain, all year long they they had just enough to field the team. I thought uh, Todd Bolin over there did did a great job keeping those guys on, on track, uh, putting kids in positions to, to have success. So, uh, you know, that, that was a challenge without a doubt in the district. And, and, uh, then I shipped, shift, shift over to Madrid. Uh, I thought Brock Hinkle this year did a great job over there, uh, had his team ready to play every game. And, and, uh, we had a great battle with them this year. And, uh, just the conversations him and I have had over the course of the last couple of years about our programs and, and uh, the work we're trying to do. And, and it's just, it's fun to see uh, young coaches or coaches who've got a, a lot of years under their belt, uh, still trying to better the, their program, better the sport of Iowa, uh, the sport of football in Iowa. And, and uh, just look forward to more uh, rewarding years like, like this one. Coach Peterson up there at West branch, uh, under some Definitely. pretty difficult uh, medical circumstances, sure had an outstanding team uh, this year. But you, you want to, you told me right off the bat that you want to share a lot of credit with your coaching staff. So let's go through the, the, uh, the coaching staff that you have and how they they uh, uh, led this team to so much excellence this year. Well, you know our, our coaching staff that we have. Um, can't tell you how fortunate I am to have guys that have been with us now for a, a number of years and sometimes in, in small school football uh, you, you end up with some turnover at different uh, position coaching groups uh, maybe coordinator groups uh, but now we've, we've got this going for almost a decade now of a, the same group of guys that uh, every year has been part of this building and building and building uh, and it starts with our defensive coordinator Brad Bolin um, he's in his 
uh, ninth year uh, with us, and and uh, Brad's a guy who's done a tremendous job with our defense. That, that was part of our uh, foundation this year was to to play good defense and put ourselves in a in a position for success. And he takes the lead on that, and and uh, the the way he uh, works with the kids and then works with our linebackers, uh, gets those kids in, in good position, uh, helps them understand their role, but also uh, just the expectation for the way we want to play football and, and holding the, holding our kids to that to that standard, to that ex- expectation. Um, then Chad Squires is our offensive line coach. He coaches our O-line and D-line. Uh, he, he's such an integral part to our program. It's uh, both him and Brad. I'm, I'm able to step away from some of those things and focus on offense and focus on some other things um, uh, in the coaching in the coaching part of this whole thing, and, and both Chad and Brad are able to take and, and run a lot. And those two guys also run our JV program. So it's really important uh, in our program that we spend a lot of time and, and really dedicate a lot of our, our focus and attention to our lower levels because we want to continue to have sustained success. Uh, and those two guys are really important to that. Uh, and some uh, former players that, that uh, played for me my first couple of years at Linville Sully, Caleb and Wyke and Nathan Russell, uh, those two guys, as, as former players of mine, it's kind of fun to see the maturation of, of what they've done. And, and they step into, uh, they come into our program as volunteer assistants. Um, they're both bankers and uh, uh, they hustle in after after their hours and, and do this for, they do this for nothing other than the love of the game and, and the, the love for coaching Limbo's all the kids. And uh, they, they both do a great job. Uh, Kale works with receivers and defensive backs and, and Nathan works with our offensive defensive line. And, and I certainly couldn't do it without those guys and uh, their, their understanding of the game and, and their willingness to dedicate their time to, to scouting. That's kind of the biggest thing that I, I asked them to do is to, to scout our opponents and to prepare our scout team each and every week. And that's not an easy task for sure. And so appreciate the work that they do. Um, then, uh, you know, in the special teams, I've we've got a, a coach that's dedicated mo- just mostly to kicking and punting. It's Lee Hornbuckle. He's a, a teacher up at Limbo Sully as well, and, and uh, he works with our kicking game and, and been able to uh, really improve that area of, of our football program uh, the last couple of years since he's been helping out. Um, got more of a soccer background, but uh, Lee certainly uh, has been a, a really integral part of what we do. And, uh, and then when you, you think about – uh, some of the other other parts of of a program where you where you want to try to improve upon, uh, Ken Gross over the last five or six years has been a, a behind the scenes guy. He's kind of a operational uh, manager, you might say, but uh, he makes our program go. He does a lot of different things for our program, and uh, really helps take some of the things off of my plate. Um, anywhere from equipment uh, to uh, game time, like audio, video, kind of software, kind of you know things. The, the game has changed a lot with huddle and, and a lot for the better. But uh, that technical side of things is a lot for a head coach to handle at a small school. So having somebody that really knows the in and in and outs of of those things is important to have. And uh, we're still continue to continue to build our coaching staff as well. Uh, Evan Squires is is a uh, it's actually Chad's uh, middle son and. Uh, Kyle Squires' brother, so Kyle was a senior for us, but Evan's a senior at Central College, and he helped as much as he could help uh, this year. So looking forward to him uh, as the years progress here, being uh, being around more and being being more part of it if if uh, you know things work out well. And uh, and then uh, on the Jay High side, um, Jeff Corbett and Kevin Johnson, they've helped our varsity program out in a number of ways. They 
take stats for us at, at varsity games. But over the course of the of this year and in previous years, those guys have have really helped in a, a number of ways, being part of exactly what we're uh, what we're trying to do and and uh, you know making making this thing go. So that's that's the a lot of them, I guess. Uh, I know some small schools uh, maybe don't have as many volunteers and. And I would I would uh, urge uh, young head coaches in particular to to reach out to people in your community, get as many people involved as you can, um, just because I, I think that's a, a powerful thing to have a large number of coaches uh, and guys who care about kids working working uh, with your program. Well, uh, I, I see why you 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 uh, wanted to talk about that because that's a tremendous amount of support. I mean, that is a, a lot of talent, a lot of skill. A lot of time, uh, a lot of money is spent, uh, but it it was all worth it because your kids uh, was able to achieve something that's, uh, you know, once in a generational, maybe two generational kind of uh, uh, success that they had. Uh, well, we uh, we are compiling a list of what we call round guy recruitables. Uh, and uh, uh, this is any kid that goes to school that, that, and we want to make, make sure that uh, their names get out there. So, cause we've got recruiters that, that follow us and uh, we don't want someone to be overlooked, someone with the talent. And, and I don't care if, if they're uh, they could play soccer or baseball or basketball, but anybody that you, any players that you have, I want you to, 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 to tell us that you think could play junior college or above and help some team. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think it's a really great idea to uh, to get a variety of these kids out, and you know we can start with the senior class. And I know there's been a lot of signings already. You've seen probably uh, the social media uh, updates of a, a lot of the big names in Iowa and and uh, guys making their choice for colleges. And uh, you know, for for a lot of kids, uh, that that early signing day or that national signing day is not the day they sign to play uh, because they. You know, they're doing a bunch of other things or or they haven't decided yet. So, uh, you know, first couple guys that really come to mind for us really would be Connor Mastin. Um, I know he's looking at, at baseball and he's got uh, baseball kind of narrowed down to a few choices. Uh, I think he's going to make it his, his decision pretty soon on where he's heading. So wish him the best of luck. Um, you know, Kyle Squires is a kid that uh, definitely could play college football somewhere. He's he's shooting for the United States Air Force Academy. Whoa, that's pretty high. Uh, so that's a pretty cool deal for him. He's he's trying to get into that uh, officer school out there. So looking looking forward to seeing him, uh, you know, pursue that. And uh, but then you know think about uh, our other all-state athlete who's a junior, quarter down harder. Certainly quarter uh, as a running back or defensive back. Uh, you know he he's got the ability to play just about anywhere. Uh, I think and and um, I just would would love to continue to support him and and try to help him find the school that's going to be a great fit for him down the road because he's a heck of an athlete. Uh, he's an incredible young man. He's a great leader. He's, a, he's just a, a good kid all around. And uh, I know that a lot of coaches say that about their kids, but uh, this young man, he's just he's a kid you want in your school. He's a kid you want in your locker room, on your team, and uh, in your classroom in particular. And and uh, uh, Corder's a kid that could play baseball. Uh, he's, a, he's a really good catcher. He could play really probably anywhere on the baseball field. He hits the ball well. Uh, so I look forward to seeing uh, kind of where things are going to take him over the course of the next year. Uh, but he's definitely a kid that uh, I think right now has, has got his eyes set on playing at the collegiate level. 
you know, in a little bit more than a year, about a year and a half from now. So uh, some of our other seniors that I think, you know, potentially could be looking out there if they find the right fit. Uh, Bryce Richards is a kid that's uh, a senior for us. He's come a long way and he's still really working hard in the weight room. So love to see what direction he could, he could head and, and play, you know, he could play certainly uh, uh, football, but I think his love is baseball. So if you've got, if you've got uh, some baseball connections, Bryce Richards would be a kid that might be interested in playing at that next level. Uh, and then just a few other kids that I think uh, as time progresses here might, might continue to think about their football options. One would be Caleb Ray. Uh, Caleb's a kid that I thought he really came on as the season progressed at defensive back and even at receiver. Uh, he had an outstanding game in the in the uh, semifinals against Britt uh, as a receiver and defensive back. So I think he's a kid that can play at that next level. Um, but another another guy that loves baseball too. So we've we've got a number of really good baseball players on our our team and and basketball players as well. Um, you know I mentioned Connor earlier. Uh, He's he's a kid basketball wise that I think could play at that next level, um, and I'll talk I'll talk about some basketball guys here in just a second. But uh, Mathis Torres, Lane Fisk, uh, Tyson Jansen, those are three names that of guys that they haven't really expressed a lot of interest in playing at the next level. But you never know it, it might February might roll around and those guys might get bored and <laughs> think about playing again. So, uh, but uh, some of our other guys that I think uh, down the road looking ahead here. Uh, Preston Rodabaugh is a senior for us. I, I think he's a kid in the basketball world that he'll be looking to play after this season. Um, and then Clayton Van Dyke and Mitchell Miller, uh, two guys that are uh, on that basketball team as well that are uh, bigger guys. Uh, Clayton plays more of a post for us, um, good inside presence, and, and uh, Mitchell can play a little bit of everything. Um, he came to us last year, moved into the district, and and uh, I look to see him on the football field uh, next year doing some pretty good things. So I think those guys uh, have some some great potential, uh, whether it's in, in basketball or, or maybe something else. But uh, then uh, let's see if I can think of another one. Uh, Keegan DeWitt is a kid in golf uh, who had a great season of football for us, but uh, I think he he's a kid golf-wise that might uh, be interested in playing at that next level but you never know uh, that's the cool part about high school sports you know kids are they might be really good at one sport and then they take a look at another one and they say gosh I really love that one uh, like Lucas Seek is a good example of that uh, great kicker I think he could he could probably kick at the next level without a doubt and uh, but uh, he's having a great season in basketball he's, a, he's an outstanding uh, baseball player uh, so just excited to see what direction some of these guys go and and uh who are next? Uh, who, who that next group of kids in football, and uh, especially who step up and and uh, help our program keep uh, moving forward? Well, I got the privilege of seeing uh, Linville Sully's both basketball team and baseball team uh, last year. Uh, the baseball team member was, I think, they were undefeated when I saw them, and uh, they won a barn burner uh, in the last play of the game, uh, uh, or uh, came ahead uh, one point, I think, in extra innings, and won that one, but. Uh, it was yeah, uh, uh, the, the, the basketball team is number right? three in the state. Uh, uh, you got a good thing going there at Linville Sully, don't you? Do, do you do you, you you seem like you follow the athletes through the other sports? Do you like to have that uh, multi-sport athlete? Do you think that brings something to the table in football? Oh, without a doubt. Um, that's if I had to pick the, the guy <laughs> that should be out on the field. It's a guy that's playing multiple sports. A guy that's that's uh, competing 
every chance they get. And, and right now we got a lot of those kids, kids that, that love to be out there. They love to compete and uh, work hard in the weight room. That's, that's uh, the core of who, who our athletes are right now. And, and that's, you know, one of the reasons why we're having a lot of success. And um, it's a lot of what the athletes are doing, but in, in a number of ways, it's what our coaches are, are uh, creating in, in their programs, whether it's, you know, whether it's football, basketball, wrestling, uh, track, golf, baseball, all those programs uh, ha- are starting to see success because I think a combination of, of uh, good coaching and, and combination of, of you know great kids, good hardworking kids, good leaders, uh, but we're, we're definitely taking steps in the right direction in our activities department and, and uh, just excited about the opportunity to, to see what these kids continue to do over the, you know, over the coming years. Well, uh, I remember at Pekin School, uh, people talk about Coach Tom Stone, who's a Hall of Fame coach, that said he would actually go into uh, start watching the kids in the playground uh, when they were kindergartners and start making plans for them. Uh, uh, you, uh, you, you mentioned, you know, it starts there at the middle school with the, you know, with the coaching there. Uh, coach Van Skoy of uh, 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 Norway. He would handpick all the 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 little league teams coaches, you know, and 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 get reports and and be developing. You know, it, it starts early, doesn't? It? And it, and it involves a lot more than just the, the the varsity head coach who winds up getting named coach of the year, right? <laughs> oh, without a doubt, like uh, your your program is is definitely not a uh, the one thing that you've created. It's it's a culmination of a lot of work and a lot of time and and uh, uh, a lot of years put in, certainly. So uh, I think, uh, you know, our, our program, and if we follow our program all the way down to the beginning, we've, we've got a lot of uh, a lot of really strong parent support um, and, and parents who uh, get their kids started um, just, just to have fun. And, and uh, they start in flag football here, uh, usually first and second grade, uh, and then – uh, get into the tackle league up at Marshalltown, uh, third or fourth grade usually, and uh, it's a it's a pretty cool experience. We'll, we'll take the football. We actually go as a football team to to watch one of their uh, one of the young tackle league games up in Marshalltown, and that's such a cool experience to watch those kids play. Uh, this year we went up and watched our fifth and sixth grade team, and uh, they got a they, they got a good team. They got a uh, lot of kids out, and they're fun to watch, and they play hard and. When those when those little kids when they when they see the when they see the varsity guys come come and watch them that's I think that's a pretty pretty uh, motivating thing they they definitely want to make sure they uh, play their best when those guys are there but it's a lot of fun and I think it just creates a big family um, I, don't, I don't really see the the youth programs as the feeder programs I, I see it more as the family like the older brother looking out for the younger brother um, kind of a kind of mentality you know so uh, Growing up in a family with four kids, and, and I have four kids of my own, I think it's just important to connect uh, everything that's happening at the high school level all the way down and, and uh, finding ways to, to, to just build your program all the way through so kids are excited and, and the, uh, about it, and, and so kids want to be part of it when they, when they get to that uh, time in their life. We are talking to Mike Parkinson, head coach of the Linville Sully Hawks, who had an undefeated season, made it to the state playoffs, uh, for the first time since 1986, and uh, was just named uh, the coach of the year for A level of football in Iowa. Mike, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? 
Uh, you know, I think we covered just about all the bases there, Dave, like we usually do. I uh, just want to tell you thank you for, for all the coverage and then uh, also thank all the listeners in our in our community. I know uh, we've mentioned that a few times about the number of people in the Limbo Sully community who've uh, started connecting to uh, Round Guy Radio and, and your podcast and everything. So thanks to them and, and just all the support all year long. It's, it was a fun year. Uh, we had we had a, a really strong parent group, again, lead, leading the way with everything that they do. A t- tremendous amount of support as, as the year went on. And and uh, that makes it a lot of fun when everybody works together like that. And, and uh, just uh, it was a great year. Just proud of what we were able to accomplish and, and uh, very thankful um, for everything. Well, we just saw we had a big, huge surge of listeners in, in uh, Kilda. And I, I just looked up what school district that was, and then I – I called you uh, one of the few rare good decisions I ever make. Uh, <laughs> we're so happy to have Linville Sully in the Round Guy Radio family, and we are honored to have you. Who or You were in the top 10% of coaches that were easy to get along with. Uh, as far as I text you, you text me right back. We, you, you'd uh, uh, come on. You, you'd schedule a time real quick. and we, we I think we had you on maybe four, four to five times or something through the season, and uh, – Always outstanding interview and uh, uh, a heartfelt congratulations from me and Scotty Melvin and, and Steve Pilchin and everybody at Round Guy Radio. Uh, really proud of you and uh, congratulations on this award, Coach. Yeah, I really appreciate that. So, right. thanks, Dave. <laughs>